Welcome to the Kenza Pod, brought to you by the Kenza Collective, a platform designed to teach parents how to leverage their existing skills and network to create a successful freelance business. On this podcast, we bring you inspiring stories from other parent entrepreneurs, and we share pro tips to help you build a sustainable business so that you can create a life and a living that truly works for your family. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kenza Pod. Today we are going to be digging into all things Upwork with Leah Myers. Upwork is a platform where as a freelancer, you can create a free profile to connect with other potential clients who are looking for your particular skill set. In general, that's what it is. Um, Upwork also provides a ton of other benefits though, like using their platform to communicate with your clients, providing a clear and safe way to receive payments, ways for your clients to provide testimonials, and a lot more. They do take a fee, but for many freelancers, those fees have definitely been worth it as they work to build up their portfolio. When used properly and strategically, Upwork can really help you build an incredibly successful freelance business. And so that's why we wanted to talk to an expert about Upwork today so that we can share with you how this might be a great tool to have in your tool bag. So how can we use it strategically? Well, today we're talking to Leah Myers. She is a mother of two and a strategist for freelancers, where she provides the solutions that you need to be a successful freelancer. She knows that starting off as a freelancer can be scary, so she offers a proven method to help you become a successful Upwork freelancer. Leah is going to help us understand what it is, how you can use it, how to get started, and what to expect once you do get started. All right. Welcome to the show, Leah. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. This is um, super exciting. I have been um, working on Upwork for the last two and a half years um, as my primary source of income, which has been, um, that's not how it started. So we'll get into that in a little bit. But um, I have two kids, a 12-year-old and a 15-year-old and a new puppy. So in case you hear any noise in the background, (laughs) that's what it is. (laughs) Um, the kids are on distance learning at home and we're just navigating the water. So that's my disclaimer that I give all of my potential clients on Upwork these days. Like I come with a disclaimer now. Yep. Haven't had to do that since my kids were really little. Um, but that's kind of a fun, fun new thing during this, um, COVID times that we're living. So, um, I started on Upwork as an opportunity for me to kind of get grounded, um, figure out what was next in my life. And, I figured out that Upwork was that and I didn't have to search beyond that. Um, I relocated my family to a resort town um, about two and a half years ago and had an in-person coaching practice. So that's my history of strategically working with startup entrepreneurs, helping them reach different levels of success. And then um, when I decided to move, I didn't want to bring my business with me. I needed to start something fresh. I wanted more of that um laptop lifestyle, I like to call it, where I can work in the middle, in the middle of the pontoon boat or, you know, at the kids' um, hockey game in the, in the parking lot before their game starts, those type of things. So I needed my business to become mobile. And so while I was searching for that, I was doing some freelancing on Upwork just to kind of figure out what was next for me. And two and a half years later, here I am. So I've coached hundreds of other Um, stay-at-home moms, office assistants, looking at going digital, um, you name it, um, working with them to get started on the Upwork platform. So I love the Upwork platform because of the freedom and flexibility it gives me. It's kind of that, for me, it's that no-brainer. I know where I go and market. Like I market myself on this platform 
I do a really good job. I follow the rules and I've worked hard to translate that into something that other people can start with. So we're kind of just navigating some different times right now and looking at giving people that second avenue of income or that plan B is kind of where um, I'm now providing support. That's so cool. I love that. Great <laughs> intro. I should just let you do the intro. I don't even know why That's I did good. one. That's great. <laughs> that was okay. perfect. I love how you really talked about like being able to work um, in those different areas and different times. I call that working in the nooks and crannies, you know, just kind of squeezing in an email here and there and really like yep. truly integrating your work and your life. And um, I think that really works mm -hmm. well for a lot of parents. So kudos to you for, for figuring that out and making it work. Yeah, that's the life that I needed. And so that's the life that I created. So I love it. That's such a great <laughs> quote. <laughs> So can, let's go back a little bit and talk about why you felt like, so it sounds like you were in coaching, which was very probably time intensive and required you all the time to be working with these people. What made you want to shift to do something different? And what, it, what are you doing now? What are you offering people on Upwork? So when I started on Upwork, I didn't know what services I wanted to do. So I did everything. I was this I call it in the Midwest, um, I call it this hot dish entrepreneur. Um, so I was providing, um, I was providing virtual assistant jobs. I was providing strategy, man like strategic management of some companies. I was being a community manager for these membership owners. I was doing this and this and this, and the list went on. And so at the end of the day, like my head was left spinning. I was living the life, having the things that I wanted to do, but I was so all over the place. I was becoming very scatterbrained. And so I was like, okay, I needed to get, I needed to get a grip, come back to reality, do a really deep dive in figuring out what I love to do, what I like to do and what I did not like to do. And so that's when, um, I started really being intentional about finding those jobs. So I found, I mean, I filled a whole workload on, doing everything. But when I was more intentional, I was then moving into more of those passion projects. So I would say right now I have 30 open um, jobs on Upwork and they are every single one of them I love to do. So mm. it's taken a while to get yeah. to that, but it's, you know, it's those, con those relationships that I've been building for a long time. And so, um, that's how I've, how I've used that platform. So starting is very different and it's really, um, you make the platform work for you. Basically that mentality of you put into it, what you're going to get out of it, you go into it with that mindset. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. You know, you said it could took you a while to get there, but really it sounds like it only took you a couple of years, right? Right. To, to be working on only things that you love doing. And if you compare mm -hmm. that with the traditional workforce, Sometimes people never get that opportunity or they get it late in life or they get it for a project and then they go back to what they don't like doing. So the fact that it only took you, I mean, two years maybe feels like a long time in the moment, but looking back, it's like it only took you two years to be getting a roster of things that you love doing. That's amazing. Like, congratulations. You know, that's great. Yeah. I've always had the desire to live the lifestyle that I want and the bank account to go with it. And so I would yeah. say... Yeah, <laughs> I I would say that that's definitely something that you can accomplish on the Upwork platform because of the resources, the tools, the guided process that you can use on that platform. 
Leah, can you, this is Beth. Hi, everybody. I don't know if I, we introduced me yet on this. Oh, segment, dang it. <laughs> Everyone, Beth That's is here it. with us. <laughs> Terrible um, hostess over here. Oh, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, how does Upwork work, Leah? I was just actually on it this morning, re reminding myself how it works. But for those folks who don't have a login to Upwork, how does it work? Could you give us a brief overview of that? Yeah, absolutely. So it is basically a job bank. So um, you uh, put your profile out there, you can get invited for jobs, and then you can also apply for jobs. So going through that applying for, for jobs, sometimes they have questions that they want specifically answered for their job, um, and other times you just submit a cover letter. So um, you look. I personally look through the job description and make sure that in my cover letter I'm answering those specific questions or tying back my skills so I can be very relatable to those. That's what sets me apart. Um, making sure that you have a very detailed profile because that's where people look. So that's your first impression. Um, having a completed um, portfolio, everything that you can do to enhance your profile is where I would recommend starting. Um, Upwork does have a guide that can go through and give you that, like you're at 100% of profile completion. They, they show you where the missing holes are. Um, but there are two different types of jobs that you can get on the Upwork platform. They are hourly, project-based, and then now they're introducing a third one where it's a package. So you just say, mm. for me, some, I can have a package for sale and someone just purchases that, and then we mm. identify the deliverables at that point. So you can set up those different, those three different things. Now I haven't really dived into the packages cause it's very, very new. Um, but something that I'm looking into as soon as I can, I can come up for air for a little bit. So, <laughs> and what kind of like protection does Upwork offer you as a freelancer? They have hourly protection. So the cool thing is I don't have to worry about my billing. Upwork takes care of that. I have an app that's on my computer or um, that I just turn on when I'm gonna, I select which client I'm gonna work for, turn it on, and it starts billing. So they monitor your activity le level, they monitor what's going on your screen, they take some screenshots to make sure that you're validly working on that client's pro um, oh, that wow. project. Wow. Yeah, so it's a little scary, you know. That so kind of creeps me out a little bit, not gonna lie. It does. <laughs> Um, that was, that was a little creepy at the beginning. Um, or what's now is when I'm working with a new client who's brand new to Upwork and they're like, what the heck, why are you taking screenshots? Cause you can hear the noise as the validation. And I have to like put a disclaimer out there like, Hey, it's just them. It's my billing system. Like that's how Upwork does it. And so, um, it's really cool because then they can, they know that they're guaranteed that I'm working on their project. And I'm guaranteed that I'm going to get paid. So when you say that for some reason a client's payment doesn't go through or, you know, for whatever reason, they just kind of ghost you um, and you put in hours and it goes through the Upwork payment processor and they validate, Upwork will pay you. So it's your uh -huh. protection, whether the client falls through or not, you get paid. That's interesting. Cool. And Do you also have to use that screenshot feature? Um, for like, you don't have, no, it's not, it's not required, but for me, it's been very beneficial. You get burned one time and you learn that that's very valuable. <laughs> yeah. So um, for me, I come from a very, I mean, it's integrity. It's just, a, it's just that integrity check and how I look at that and how I explain it to clients is that 
Upwork puts this process in place for us to build that know, like, and trust factor, that trust factor that usually takes a little bit longer. That's in there instantly because you know, when I'm working, I'm working on your stuff. I'm working efficiently and effectively. So that's kind of how I like to explain it. And with that understanding, it's, it's not as scary or creepy anymore. One thing I noticed is, um, so I, I actually started on Upwork like two years ago and then never really returned to it. So I have like this account that's like sitting there with like half a profile on it. And, you know, I have to take some time to, you know, I have to focus on, I probably need somebody like you, Leah, to help me figure out how to do this correctly. Um, but I noticed when I was on there, I'm on the free subscription right now. Do you okay. recommend upgrading to the $14.99 a month subscription? And are there more subscriptions besides that? And what do you think is the best way to do that if somebody wants to sign up for the for the subscription? Um, so I've kind of gone back and forth on the benefits of having the subscription. One, there's just that $14.99 package for us freelancers. Um, it gives you some connects, which is what you use. It's basically their internal currency to apply for jobs. And I just, mm -hmm. again, look at that as cost of doing business. Um, so I recommend all freelancers giving, like if you're going to do this as like a hobby where you want to secure a job, do it until you get that job secured. If you want to do this as a part-time job where you're going to be filling those projects or you're going to be consistently applying for jobs, I would keep that because it's going to help your visibility. They, it's just with any other platform. Um, you know, they want to showcase the people who are paying the money is what it really comes down to in, in my opinion. Um, and then if you are maintaining and you want to be invited for jobs, I feel like I get seen more because I do pay for that subscription. So again, it's just mm. one extra level of, you know, just playing by the rules, following what they, you know, what their recommendations are. And mm -hmm. it's, it's $14.99 a month. So it's not, you know, yeah. a huge yeah. expense. So question about that kind of like, this, let's dig into that a little bit more. Um, Cause I did the same thing that Beth did when I first went out on my own, I created a profile and was like, Oh, I'm going to totally do Upwork. And then I got a couple <laughs> of clients and I just never went yeah, back to it. Right, right. Do you feel like it's kind of an all or nothing thing? Like should someone say, I'm going to use Upwork to find my clients and work with clients and that's going to be my platform. And so therefore I'm going to dedicate a lot of time and energy and money and all my like business building resources to Upwork or is there something where you can like kind of be using it, but not really, or is that, do you feel like that's kind of a waste of time to do it that way? Uh, to answer your question, I would probably put it into the different buckets of how you, how much you want to work. And so that's where I have conversations with clients of going back to, do you want to do this part-time, um, full-time, mm -hmm. you know, or just as a hobby. So identifying, and see where you want like if you want to market yourself on linkedin or other different platforms you can totally do that but i would definitely be consistent with the upwork platform because that's where i found to have the biggest return on your time investment yeah. so okay. that i mean that's kind of you know it's a person by person preference i know a lot of people that do you know some freelancing on upwork some freelancing off of upwork you know it just kind of depends on where they're finding success and where they're finding their client load. I think that's the most important and what works for you. Yeah. One of our recent guests, she said something that really stood out to me about Upwork, which is that when you're really investing in Upwork and you're both by time, money and energy, um, 
what's great about it is that the people, the clients, the potential clients who are coming to Upwork are basically really, they're warm leads. Like they are looking for work. They are looking to hire. They are looking for you and your skill set. And so that's much easier or can be easier than, you know, having to drum up business and get your sales funnel, all that other kind of stuff to, to get money in the door. And so that really stood out to me of like, okay, that's, that is a really good benefit that you're working with really warm leads. People who are looking to hire. They're on that platform for that reason. And so therefore, yeah. just like what you said, you're going to get back what you put in. Yeah. So in, in for me, for Leah Myers as the freelancer, I don't have a sales funnel built. If you came to me off of Upwork, and so now that I've been doing this, I'm getting like word of mouth referrals and just getting out there more as a freelancer. And they know that the services, now that I've niched down and figured out what the heck I'm doing, um, now I'm getting these external resources or referrals. And they're like, how can I work with you? And I'm like, well, um, you know, and it's like, I have everything set up on Upwork. And so they also mm. provide these direct, you know, they provide these direct contracts that you can set up with clients on Upwork. So they do take that care of you that way as well. If you're interested in that, mm. I haven't, I haven't specifically worked on that area, um, but it's just an option that's available. So um, that was the cool thing. I didn't have to spend that time, energy in building those funnels or those lead magnets or, you know, those conversations. The conversation is now, Hey, let's hop on a zoom call. Let's discuss your project. I get to know you a little bit. You get to know me. You make a decision. I make a decision if we want to work together and we're off. Yeah. So the hiring awesome. from, from meeting someone to hiring on Upwork is about three days. And what, what have you niched in to do now? So I am strategically setting up Kajabi websites, um, specializing in funnels, their pipelines and course development and memberships. So I've really done a lot of training and, um, courses and everything like that to specialize in the course creation and the memberships. Cool. That's a great niche to be in. Kajabi is the platform that um, Kenza is also hosted on and okay. uh, we love it. And they, we just love, mm -hmm. they do a great job, just great customer service and yeah, just a really great company. So cool. Yeah. Have you seen um, during this, this last year, this last weird year, more activity on Upwork or more jobs available on Upwork? Or have you seen any changes as a re as in response to more people maybe freelancing in the last year or working at home or trying to figure it out? Or um, So I had no idea. Like in Minnesota, our state shut down March 15th. And I was like, I have no idea what's going to happen. So I jumped in in applying for jobs, taking on, okay, I'll tell you right now, I took on way too many projects than I ever should have. Um, it was, there was a ton of sleepless nights there, but I didn't know when I was going to have a job the next day. You know, like you didn't, yeah. you couldn't predict like what was, I mean, I felt like I was kind of a squirrel trying to prepare for winter and gathering as much as I could. And then it, it, it just kind of, it kind of leveled off and have a really good solid stream. So I would say that there's definitely a need um, for freelancers out there. Everyone's business is pivoting to online. So if you're providing mm -hmm. services to support online businesses, there's plenty of jobs out there. Um, my position in like where I was just setting up websites, setting up courses, setting up memberships was more that strategy of like, this is what you should do. And now the conversations of this is how you do it. So instead, it, it's that change. It's more that instead of the strategy component, 
is now more the education. So I'm now turning into this like teacher of how to help navigate these online businesses. So that's been the huge shift for me. Yeah, I heard a term that's coming up now of um, a new position being created of chief remote officer, a CRO. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be very interesting to see how that all develops too. Oh my goodness. I know. Um, so, so let's say someone, let's start to get a little bit practical here. So let's say someone's listening to this and they're like, okay, this Upwork thing, that's interesting. Let's talk about like expectations. So let's say someone goes on, they set up their profile, they get it all nice and shiny and awesome. Maybe they download some of your freebies to help figure out how to get it set up properly. What, what next should they be really proactive in reaching out to people? Like how long from, you know, how long from setting up the profile and completing it till maybe meeting with the first client should they expect? So there's a couple ways that I would approach this. One is I would be looking for short-term jobs. So you get your, um, you get, you get those started jobs and finished jobs. So you can get more deep on your profile. So you can have the recommendations, you can have your scores, those type of things, because that's what people look at. So even if you're starting out at a little bit lower, just to get started on the platform of price range, um, what you're going to deliver, that's where I would recommend starting. If you are like, I need to get something going right now, if you can be a little bit more particular of who you work with, then I would definitely approach it a little bit differently. Um, But I recommend if you're going to do it, you want to get your first client, consistency is going to be the key. So applying, when I started, I was applying for three to five jobs every single day. And so I did that. I mean, I kind of came up with like, these are the things that I'm going to always include in my cover letter. So I have that, but then I also spent some time personalizing each of those um, as I went through the process. So this was before when my kids were in school, I would be in the pickup line to pick them up. That's when instead of scrolling social media, I was scrolling potential Upwork jobs that I would save. And then when I would get home, the very first thing, like when they were doing their reading, when they were doing their homework, I'm out at the kitchen table with them with my laptop applying for jobs that I had saved while I was waiting for them in the pickup line. Yeah. I think one of the things that people I've been, I've seen a couple things like this, um, kind of out there on in social media land, just about like, if, you know, when you go out on your own specifically, or when you're trying to do anything new, um, you know, you have to make time for it. You have to make sacrifices and, you know, maybe you're not going to be able to binge Netflix or, you know, sit there and scroll social media while you're waiting for your kids to get picked up. Like you're going to need to make those conscious shifts in your mindset of like, I'm going to be really focused on this. And that means something else in my life probably needs to give. Now, of course, there's a balance like you don't want to be sacrificing, um, you know, your self-care or getting a workout in or going for a walk or doing whatever it is you do for self-care. But I think it's a really important point to make. And it even goes back to your point about you get what you put into it. You know, like people need to understand that the entrepreneur, the freelance life while raising a family is going to be hard, but it's totally worth it. And you may need to shift your lifestyle around to accommodate for this new life. And that's great. That's awesome. And hopefully you'll get something out of it. Yeah. And I think the important thing, no matter what, if you're starting with Upwork or you're starting in any sort of like new role that you want and taking that control for yourself and starting a business, I think the most important thing is to give yourself permission 
like internal permission and then also not make not buying into your own excuses like that's a huge pivot point for people is when they give mm -hmm. themselves permission and really dive in and stop believing those excuses that they put in place for themselves that they you know in the back of their mind are always saying or you know other sources are telling i know okay. i'm just thinking of how many how all the ways i can manifest this in my life right now <laughs> <laughs> So let's talk about maybe some pro tips you have. So you kind of threw a couple out there just now of, mm -hmm. you know, really personalizing a cover letter. And um, this is actually something I, I'm training someone on how to be a project manager right now through like having them work on one of my projects. And one of the things I told them the other day is just the importance of like kind of being the hype person for your clients and like showing them that you're you you're at their level of, you know, maybe not the same level, but you, you share in their passion for what they're doing and you think what they're doing is exciting. So I'm assuming maybe you put some of that in the cover letter, what other, tell us about that. Tell us any other little pro tips that can help people kind of stand out from the crowd. There are four different pillars of working on Upwork. And so it's finding work. So the pro tip for that one is just being consistent. Like making sure that you're applying for jobs on a consistent basis, not like, Oh, I need a job. I'm going to go apply for 20. Like apply for a couple of every day, you know, figure out what you can fit into your schedule and be committed to doing that. Um, then this next one is getting hired. So once you're having these conversations, make sure that you kind of take the lead in that conversation. Because what I'm finding is that there's some people that have been on Upwork that they've hired on Upwork before. They don't really know how to navigate that interview or that convert that startup conversation so making sure you let them know this is what i do this is how i can relate it right to their project and then also make sure before you end you take out all of the guesswork so they know exactly what it is to work with you so let them know your process um, because that sets boundaries in the very beginning it allows them to understand and it's basically like you're closing like you're pitching them but it's also going to be you have control of how that situation is going to go and you're not going to find yourself into, you know, having so many bosses because let's face it, all of us who are freelancers, we want to be our own boss. So this is one extra way that you can take control of those situations so you don't feel like you're in that type of situation. Um, the next one is working efficiently, making sure that you have a system to track your projects. If you're going to take on more, you know, a variety of different clients, like I said earlier, I have 30 different contracts open. And so I use Trello. I love Trello. Um, so each one of my clients has a Trello board that I can take call notes on. So I don't have to worry about if I haven't talked to them for a month in it, or they're just sporadic. And I remember where I left off and everything's right in that board. It keeps me organized and it doesn't have to keep me organized in my head. It's right out there. Um, and I can put my head down at night and know, okay, everything's organized. I don't have to think about it anymore. Um, and then the fourth one is just getting paid. The fourth one is just getting paid. And it's talking about like, I really want people to focus on charging what you're worth. So we talked a little bit, we hinted at the fees that Upwork does take um, and it's, you know, you can go to their website and they're very upfront with their fees. It's 20% for the first $500 that you make with a client. And then it drops down to 10% from everything between that 500 and 10,000. And then after you've worked with a client for, um, after $10,000, then it goes down to 
So I just make sure that when I'm pricing these out, I'm being mindful of the fees that they're taking out. So maybe it's just mm -hmm. a one-time quick project. I'm going to bid that a little bit higher because I know I'm going to get that 20% taken off the top. But mm -hmm. if they're long-term clients, I mean, I've worked with several clients that are well beyond that $10,000 mark at this point. And I just mm -hmm. look at it. That's why I don't have to raise my rates with them, you know, because I'm getting yeah. taken. It's taken out less. But it, for me, it's that safety, security, that guaranteed I don't have to send invoices. I don't have to chase people to pay their invoices. It just comes mm -hmm. to my bank account on a very consistent basis. So yeah. those are just kind of my four pro tips in the different ways, the process of working on Upwork. Leah, you're so organized. Every question I ask you, like, there are three things to think about for that question. There are four <laughs> pillars to this. <laughs> I'm just like, this is amazing. Can you it's, tell it's that I'm a strategist? It's, <laughs> yes. it's as if you're an Upwork coach or something. Oh my <laughs> yep. I love it. My, my children would have other opinions on that. <laughs> they would not be, they're not as impressed. Um, they will be nope. one day, I'm sure. Day. Someday they will be. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, Leah, give us a little, I know you kind of told us in the beginning and you've sprinkled it throughout, but give us like a snapshot of what your life is like, what your day to day is like, and, and the flexibility that this lifestyle allows you to have, like to paint a picture for our listeners of what could be for them. Okay. So a day in the life is just setting myself up for me to allow for different things to be flexible with the other things that I don't have control over. Um, so I have two kiddos. They're both very active. Um, one of them is a hockey player. So we're constantly going back and forth to the rink. One of them is just a teenager. He's super busy. Friends, social life can't quite drive yet. So I am mm. the taxi mom. I'm also <laughs> the house manager. Um, and we're just all over the place. And I love it. Um, so from very little on, I knew that I wanted complete control and flexibility over my schedule. So we decided that, hey, it's, you know, my kids are distance learning. And over the weekend, we're like, let's fly to Florida for a week. We're going to use my parents' timeshare resort that they were ready to loot. They were losing their points at the end of the year. And we're just going to do distance learning. And I'm going to work from a resort next week. So those are the type of things that... I've been working for and I feel like now I've accomplished. So to say like a typical day in the life of Leah, be prepared for, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> so I have, I have the systems. I have the be systems. prepared for whatever. Yep. Love it. Yep. So at the end of the day, I make sure that my, my task list that I set up at the beginning of the week is completely done and I can, enjoy the rest of it. So there's a lot of working hard and playing hard is now what happens in my life. And that yes. is truly unvaluable. I mean, there are a lot, lots of people dream about that, but until you're truly living it, you have a whole different sense of gratitude, like gratitude towards life and the right. journey that we're on. Totally. And, and I think that like when I got to that moment too, I, that's what made me so fired up to start Kenza because I, mm -hmm. I Beth laughs at me because I wrote this like massive manifesto one day where I was just like, we all need to be doing this. Why are all parents not living this kind of life? Like we're all smart. We're all resourceful. We all have experience. We have education. We have a network. We have everything you need. All you need to do is go do it, you know? And right. I understand that not everybody's cut out for this 
lifestyle, like this type of life, you know, and but I also understand that there's a lot of myths out there about what it looks like to work for yourself. And we're working really hard to really bust through those myths. Like, you know, I think one that I hear across the board is like, oh, it's going to be this constant hustle. I'm going to be always having to find clients and always having to do this. And I'm like, no, dude, if you're good at what you do and you follow through and do what you say, and you come through at a high level and you you treat your clients well, which is what it's really about, is just being able to like nurture that client relationship and do a really good job for them. You're, I mean, you're gonna have 30 clients on your roster like you do. Like that's amazing. You know, you're not mm-hmm. hustling, at least it doesn't sound like it, unless you want no. to be, you know? Exactly. Choices. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Yep. So Leah, what kind of resources do you offer people on your website um, that can maybe help them get started on this Upwork journey? Yeah. So right now I am focusing on helping people get started. Like that's where I decided to start. Um, So what's next for me, it will be helping people who are just at that stuck. They want to pivot. They want to change and increase all that kind of stuff. But for right now, I'm really focused on helping people get started. So you can, before you even go to Upwork.com, you can download the free resource that I have. It's the Getting Started Guide, and it's every single question walking you through first question, second question, very, very simple, of all of the information that you're going to want to gather. So then when you do go to Upwork.com to sign up as a freelancer, you have everything ready to plug into your profile and create a really great profile from the very beginning. Um, I also offer a profile review once you get that set up. If you just want that second set of eyes, you want um, just some pointers, you know, you kind of get stuck. How should I word this or that? I'm totally willing to help and support you. So you just submit your profile to me so I can see it. And then I will send you back a loom and a bunch of different pointers. And we can have a little bit of a conversation if we need to there. And then if you're like, I just want you to come alongside of me and guide me through this setup process. I have um, the freelance startup lab where it's you and I just on a call. We're walking you through signing up all the way to getting accepted as a freelancer on Upwork. So that's so kind of where I'm at. Cool. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What an amazing set of offerings. And, and the first one is a freebie, right? Where you kind of yep. walk through what you need to do to get prepared. And, yep. and where, where can someone find that getting started guide that you just mentioned? Yep, it is thefreelancesolution.com, and it is on the top navigation menu. It'll say start here. You'll just click right there and download it. Is there anything else that you want to share about Upwork to, as Beth likes to call them, our listeners in listener land? Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Anything that, that you feel like they should know or be careful of or be excited about as it relates to finding work on Upwork? Um, so I just challenge all of you listeners in listener land. I love that. Um, to really, to try it. There's no harm in trying it. So I kind of think about like when, you know, like all of us have kids, we always encourage our kids to try something new, try the vegetables, try this, try that. Um, so for you, I really challenge you to try it and give it some time. Let it, you know, just see if it's for you what is the worst case that can happen? I mean, even if you, you're you not locked into any contracts, you're not locked into anything, you can hide your profile if you decide that it's not for you. Like, and that's totally fine. But think about it instead of like, oh, what could go wrong? What could your life look like by adding this into your life? Mm-hmm. I love it. 
So instead of what could go wrong, what could go right? Absolutely. Right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that sentiment. I, someone said that a while ago where it was like, we spend a lot of time and energy thinking about all the things that could go wrong and planning for the worst case scenario. And, and while that sometimes is necessary, because that, you know, is important to think through mm-hmm. that, it, it was kind of like a call to action of like, what if we actually spent much more of our time and energy planning on what could go right and how this could turn out and the good things that could come of this? And imagine re, you know, diverting your energy towards that versus focusing so much on, you know, how hard it's going to be or, you know, all the other sort of negative aspects of it. So I'm glad that you right. said that. It's a really good point. Sounds like this could be very useful to a lot of our listeners, especially those who are maybe just getting started as freelancers. Um, I think we have a fair number of listeners out in listener land that um, perhaps have had changes in their life as a result of the last year. So this seems like a fairly uh, um, easy, not easy, but uh, a fairly effective way for people to step into freelancing, um, you know, if they don't already have some warm leads and some some existing contacts in their network that they might, you know, if you've been in a job for a long time that you just lost in the last year, this and decided to become a freelancer, this may be a good stepping off point for folks. So I think this is really a a good topic. You know, something that we a phrase that we use a lot, which is just to kind of follow your curiosity and see what's interesting to you. And don't be afraid to like step into the unknown and, and, and understand that you don't have to have everything planned. You don't have to have a really specific skill set that you're going to go out there and offer and you have to only go after that you know, do your homework, do your research and see what's out there. Cause there's a lot of stuff out there. It's a big world. You could be working for a lot of different companies doing a lot of different things that you maybe never even heard of. So it sounds like Upwork could be a good opportunity for people to explore as well. Absolutely. And just like, if you are in a local place where you've been doing a lot of in-person stuff and you're kind of like, stuck where you just don't have the opportunity to go be continue to grow think about when you're on upwork you can provide those services like i have international clients i have people all across the different you know us time zones that i work with so really it takes that that limitation of demographic out as well and you can be really working in your strengths too well leah this has been such a great conversation we've been really excited to have you on the show because we know that upwork is an incredibly powerful tool and um Mm -hmm. so thank you for your time and thank you for providing such great resources for people at the freelance solution freelance solution.com right yep the freelance solution.com Perfect. And we'll, of course, link that in the show notes and um, in all the places so that everyone out there can go check you out and check out all the amazing resources that you have to offer. We appreciate it. Hey, are you new to this whole running your own business thing and not really sure how to get started? We've got you covered. Check out our signature course, You Can Do This. In it, we answer all of your burning questions like, what services should I offer? How do I find clients? How do I price myself? How do I set up and manage a simple financial system? How do taxes work? What do I need to be doing to ensure that I'm creating an intentional and healthy business? This is a great course for someone who is in their first year of business or is just curious about what it might take to launch their own freelance business. 
We offer it at a crazy low price of just $29, despite the amount of incredibly helpful content, because we are so, so, so passionate about empowering you to create a life and a living that truly works for your family. Head over to kenzacollective.com slash you can do this to get started today.